This is Financial Viewpoints with Jeff Smith from The Retirement Smith. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeff provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Viewpoints with Jeff Smith. Welcome back to another episode of Financial Viewpoints with me, Jeff Smith. Along with me is my co-host, Tony Shore. Happy, happy birthday, Tony Shore. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, it's my birthday today. Yay. uh, See, I need sound effects on my side. (laughs) You do? That's crazy. Yes. Uh, I don't know what I could have for a, a sound effect for that. Hold on, Danny. I think I let you, what, 250 yesterday? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Be the ball, Danny. Be the ball, Danny. I don't know. Oh, Be yeah, over here. What's wrong with lumber? I own two lumber yards. Well, I notice you don't spend too much time there. I'm not sure where they are. Uh, <laughs> what do you got to do with I don't know. I'm, Unbelievable. Tony. Thank you very little. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you've turned 30... Yeah. How, how, how does that feel? Um, I can tell you exactly how it feels with one sound effect. With Social Security. Oh, th- no, that's not. No, <laughs> we don't want that. It's a little harsh. There you go. <laughs> a little that's appropriate. And you got it to fit in <laughs> during our show prep. I, I worked so hard to yes, find listeners. a way to use that. It's a little harsh. You need to know Little that Bill we Murray. were trying to work that into the program today. Well, you know, I mean, well placed. Uh, my doctor said, as far as my birthday and getting older, my doctor said that I need to uh, change my eating habits, diet and exercise, or I'm going to be dead before I'm 30. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You didn't even know where to go with that. You were just, a, I had nothing. <laughs> I don't feel a day over 56. Let's put it that way. <laughs> That's positive. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm enjoying my birthday today. My family's going to take me out to an old time supper club, the steakhouse. It's the Mancini's char house in St. Paul, Minnesota. Ooh, uh, wow. I love that place. I haven't been there. We don't go out very often. I haven't probably been there in, I don't know, a year or two, but a mm-hmm. couple, couple of years at least. But um, so I'm looking forward to it. Have a nice steak, baked potato nice. salad. Yeah. I'm glad that you're following your doctor's orders. And well, eating, eating it's my birthday. Right. It's my birthday. So Absolutely. I will have a salad and I'll go easy on the bread, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's my birthday. birthday. We're, we're kind of yeah, celebrating. Well, yeah. And did the, did Sarah make a cake for you? And I haven't, and all that? I haven't seen a cake. You know, my wife and kids know that I'm not a big cake guy. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Well, what do you sub out for that? Oh. Um, just m- more cheeseburgers and pizza. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> just in a cake style. <laughs> I don't sub anything out for the cake. You know, people see me and, you know, I'm kind of a big guy, but I don't, um, I have a healthy appetite, but I'm not a sweets guy, you know? No kidding. Yeah, but my wife and daughters and my son all have sweet tooths. They love yep. candy, ice cream. They all love mm-hmm. cake. So for them, they usually make me a cake and, <laughs> and I have one little it. tiny piece. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I, I have the sweet tooth. That's me. Like, I'm that's more salt and, uh, you know, uh, meat and cheese, uh, anything with cheese on it. Yes, please. That's my weakness. <laughs> well, you're Midwestern. I mean, yeah, come on. That's, yeah. 
you know, meat and potatoes. I mean, it's salt. not if it doesn't have cheese. Yeah, salt and cheese and meat. <laughs> if it doesn't have cheese, is it really a meal? No, you, there's you have to find a way to put cheese on every meal. So tonight, absolutely. So tonight, if you're having steak, potato, and salad, you're like, what do you do? You, you get the cheese on the, the loaded potato, the baked potato 100%. with the, with the you cheddar, go with that. cheddar cheese on top. Cheddar, yeah, yep, probably aged. A bit. Yeah, aged cheddar on top of that baked potato. <laughs> hey, are we well, talking about finances today at all, Jeff? I want or? to talk about food, but I will say this. If you if you want to come visit and fly out here. I do, want to, actually. Yeah, I mean, well, after the show, you might might reconsider maybe driving. Why? Because, you know, February inflation, well, inflation numbers are, are out from January. Okay, and, so we have the I new inflation. Report, a hot report okay. in my hand from Synergy Asset uh, Management. Okay, out of uh, out of Washington State. Okay, good good people. Yeah, love them. Yeah, it's a good organization. They did a they did research and they have the new numbers. What what are the new numbers? Why are you saying I'm going to drive instead of fly? It's ridiculous. That's why. What is? Um, well, CPI is the measure uh for inflation right, right? the so, consumer price index yeah yeah so let's just just so if if some of our listeners don't know what that is it really tracks um you know obviously the consumer price index but the three largest categories which account for 57.3% of that cpi are shelter which is housing food and recreation/education um so those components make up a significant amount of that CPI. And if they move, then it move. you know, wherever they move, it typically CPI moves with it. Right. So, yeah. Um, so, so January's numbers were, were recently re- released. And as a result of that, it, it really tripped up the market. Um, the market responded to it because it, yeah. that's what it does. Um, so what did it say? Air travel, I take it. You're, the point you're trying to get to here is that air yeah. travel has gone up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to, to rattle off a few of them that were, okay. that sort of shocked me. Well, why don't we hit air? Can you hit air travel first? What is as air, air travel is 25.6% up. It's a little harsh. <laughs> that's a lot of bit harsh. <laughs> that's a lot of harsh, right? That's 25.6%. And that's nuts. That's just airfare, right? Wow. So transportation in general is up 14.6, but still a better deal to probably drive uh, than to fly in that scenario. It depends on how far you have to go, though. Well, yeah. Energy services 50, up 15.6% and wow. food 10.1%. That's so nuts. That's Those steak inflation numbers are cost you 10% crazy. more. It is. It's really, it's still, I, I, we could not, you could use that harsh. Are those of, state numbers just for like Washington state or is that the U S no, no, no. this is, this is, this is national. This is national numbers. U S numbers. So, wow. There is regional. There are regional numbers too. Um, well, we just want know, to look at the national so, numbers though. Yeah. I mean, mid Atlantic versus, I mean, and that does have an impact, right? Because oh, that's job true, security, yeah. you know, I mean, there, there are some factors, um, and you know, that's part of the report too. Yeah. However, if you're in the market for a used vehicle down 
11.6%. Well, they were up so, so high. I, I can't even imagine right. them going up. It was already so high. But that's right. good. So used were, vehicles are finally coming down. That's a good sign. Yes. Yep. So that's a that's the positive part of that yeah. report. Um, but yeah, so I, I really wanted to focus on inflation today because, you know, really as a planner, you know, for so long we had so such a stable inflation number that it rarely came into the planning process. Mm. You know, I mean, we obviously would account for it, but it would be a traditional sure. 3%. Yeah. Um, and, and for retirees, you know, this is what I find too, Tony, is that for retirees, you know, um, some inflation is eliminated, right? Because they're not buying, I think we talked about this before, but we're, they're not buying, you know, diapers for, for their children. Let's right. put it that way. Um, they're not buying, you know, formula and they're not buying those types of things. But um, so and they're not changing clothes typically every six months uh, because kids are growing um, in their household. So, you know, there is some relief in that area. I find anyway over, you know, over the course of the 20 years I've been in business is that um, typically that CPI is a little bit lower for or excuse me, the inflation number, the true inflation number is typically lower in retirement while you're planning things out, you know, what we had, you know, what our dollar bought us a couple of years ago, you know, we need to, we might need more for, you know what I mean? That's right. the issue. And, yeah. and, you know, and I think we talked about it, we alluded to it at least in one of the last couple of shows about that, you know, how much, uh, savings the U S still has on the sidelines. And, and I think mm. that that's probably a, a really good thing you know, by and large, but, you know, the numbers that we had, you know, a couple of weeks ago, people were, you know, able to save less than 3% versus, uh, a couple of years ago was at 30. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge difference. Like being, you know, I, I, and this is part of, that slowdown that, that the fed's trying to create and, you know, to, to have that surplus, um, sitting on the shelves, but you know, it's really a, has been a slow, slow process. And, 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 and it seems like no matter what inflation looks like, people are still doing the things that they're, they're wanting to do. So, you know, the, the question becomes how, how, right. So typically that goes to a credit card or goes to, you know, borrowing. Yeah. That's um, not good. And, um, that's a, that's a troubling cycle. Um, you know, and, and I think, I think most people are thinking, well, this is going to shift or this is going to get better or, or whatever. Uh, but I'm not changing my lifestyle. I'm not changing the way I live. I'm not changing what I purchase. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to stop going out, you know, and you got to think about it, you know, psychologically, you know, m most of us were trapped inside for, <laughs> you know, right. a year and a half, or, you know, or more for the pandemic. And, you know, this is clicking up heels, you know, you got to get out there and, and do things and, you know, back to the ball games and, and all that. So it, it's tough because, you know, this, what's being created here is a sense of urgency to do stuff. And at the same time, you know, retailers and, and, and industries are, are reacting saying we, we can't keep up with the demand. And, um, you know, and that creates that inflation period, uh, period so, that we're largely seeing. Right. So 
So what does that mean, Jeff? I mean, we're, you're talking about larger inflation numbers, uh, especially in certain areas like airlines going up 20, 25 percent to fly. Mm-hmm. Um, the cost of travel has gone up. Energy has gone up. Groceries, food, 10 percent increase over the U.S. Mm-hmm. in food. That's a lot uh, because a lot of people, you know, part of that's part of their lifestyle. Some of it, you know, traveling, eating. Mm-hmm energy i mean these are things these are expenses yeah, the majority of americans things. yeah so oh, you know what's the answer i mean obviously these things have affected the market um yep. so people are out there well what do i do if i have money in the market and things are getting more expensive and i shouldn't put it on a credit card or take out loans so uh you know how are your obviously if before this happened you were working with somebody, our listeners worked with somebody like yourself and had a plan in place that helps, Mm -hmm. that helps. Uh, but, but there's a lot of variables here, right? Like your time frame, your, your time horizon, how much time do you have before you need to access money and how much money do you have saved up? All of these factors Mm -hmm. come into play, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's a hard question to answer with a, you know, without going into explanation. Right. So right. I think if your situation is that you're, you know, a year out from, you know, retirement, then, you know, it's maybe, you know, time to look at less risk, um, and look at, you know, ways of maximizing what your income is going to look like in retirement, look for safer, you know, safe havens and, and, and products that provide some guarantees. Um, you know, if you, if you're in your twenties and you know, you, you really don't even look at it, you just let it, just let it go. It'll come back and, and you have more, more time, um, in the market than, than somebody that's at 62 and looking to exit, um, you know, the work, the workforce into retirement. So, you know, it really depends on where you are in life and you know, what your, what your goals are, uh, what your risk tolerance is. And, and, you know, we've, we've touched on a lot of this stuff, but this really drives home a lot of things we've been talking about because, you know, everybody was, you know, you know, willing to take on a ton of risk when we had years of double digit returns in the S and P 500 consistently and, and, and even more, um, well not triple, but you know what I mean? Like high double digits. Um, everybody's willing to take that risk. And then, you know, but, when, when we have situations like this, you know, people just make some bad choices. Um, you know, and and it's interesting to see how much the environment, the economic environment affects someone's personal risk tolerance. And and what it tells me is that people are really not necessarily, um, thinking through a lot of what the risk is for, for certain products. So, you know, we're never promised that the market is just going to keep going up and up and up and up. But over time, historical data tells us that it will. Uh, but it just it just depends on what you're willing to take on and for how long. Right. So coordinating all of that. Right. So we may have uh, a situation where, you know, someone's all in, you know, they and they have to stay in. So we don't we're not going to touch any of that stuff. Right. So you know, we may say, you know what, in the next five years, we're going to re, you know, if, if it's down tremendously, we're going to, we're going to look at, you know, not touching that portion of your assets. And we'll look at other, other areas that are, 
higher, you know, higher or highly appreciated, um, and work off of those to, to generate, you know, the, the type of income that you're going to need. But it is, it is, it has to be orchestrated. It has to be coordinated and it has to make sense. Right. So, you know, you don't want to be down in a stock for, you know, 40%, um, and then get scared and sell it, uh, to something else that may or may not perform. Um, right. so the point is that you, you just have to, you, you know, you have to use some common sense and also work with somebody that doesn't have that emotional tie in. Right. And also if you're doing the planning process, you can alleviate a lot of stress about those particular stocks that you may have in your portfolio that are just terrible. Um, because just keep in mind, I want listeners to, to just keep in mind that, you know, if you focus on that negative, that one or two, you know, one of those stocks that are terrible, that's all you're going to see, you know, yeah, but true. if you, if you have a well thought out plan, um, focus on the plan itself and in, in, in the direction it's heading in, right? That's, that's more of an indication of, you know, you, you know, the path that you're on versus one or two stocks that are not doing well or are doing extremely well. Right. So you, you want to sort of even out those, those highs and lows and, um, emotionally, you know, we want to look for, obviously, you know, we're looking to put people in the best position for their risk tolerance. And just as a reminder, if you don't know what your risk tolerance is, you should, you should really identify that with a clear head and take out all the, you know, the current situation um, so that you know over the, the long haul, you know, where your comfort level is going to be if we have these situations again. Because what I found is that investors have a short memory span. And when things are good, they forget all about the times that are not. And they think that it's going to run on forever. Um. So to help eliminate some of that turmoil internally, you really want to get a good hold of what your true, you know, risk tolerance is and stay within those, that framework, mm. stay within it. You stick don't, to the plan. Yeah. I mean, it is so important um, because what happens is, is if you're outside of that risk tolerance, your true risk tolerance, that's where bad decisions are made. And you yeah. can't, you know, there's, there's people I know, um, <clears throat> before they came to me, they would tell me like, I can't, if I have something that's underperforming, it, it, it's hard for me to sleep at night. Well, then you're not in the right position. You know what I mean? If you're losing sleep over a stock that you purchased, I think it's time to readjust, you know, where your where your risk tolerance is. Yeah, some adjustments need to be made, obviously, at that point, if, if right. you're losing sleep about it. And I know that this is something you do for your clients. You make sure to figure out what their personal risk tolerance is, and you make sure all their eggs aren't in one basket. So if something happens, they're not panicking. And, mm -hmm. you know, you, you get a plan, you stick to the plan and maybe make small adjustments along the way Right for things mm -hmm. like, you know, when the IRS or the government changes the rules like the secure act 2.0 that affects retirement plans or inflation yeah. skyrockets. You, you can make small adjustments, 
but you have to have an overall plan that is planned long term, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. the key. I think that that takes the stress off the most is when you have a good solid plan that will work and it's fundamentally sound. And, um, and when you, know, you say a plan, I mean, we can go over this in a separate show, what that plan entails, but uh, how do, how do our listeners out there? Well, what are you, what plan are you talking about? How do I get a plan? Yeah. So, um, if you're not working with someone or, or you, you know, you're looking to just find out more information, you can go to our website at the retirementsmith.com and you can download or, or, or click on a link to go to, um, our viewpoint questionnaire, which will help identify some areas of concern that you may have. Um, it also shows you what kind of work that we do. Um, the other thing is you can just call us directly at 540-371-9777 and we'd be happy to help there too. Yeah. And I think that's the key work with a financial advisor who's an independent, who isn't beholding to one big box, you know, investment firm or insurance company, somebody who's independent, who has access mm -hmm. to all the different options out there and is going to look at the big picture because, uh, and you need a written plan. Like a lot of people think, well, I've got a guy I work with, or do you have a written plan? Does it cover retirement income? <laughs> Does it cover social security? Right healthcare, have you got all that planned out? Is there somebody looking at the big picture at all of that? Or are you just with an investment broker or a firm? Or are you just with a bank? Mm -hmm. or are you just with an, you know, a big box insurance company? Uh, though That doesn't cut it. Uh, it really right. doesn't, especially when things like this happen, when you hear about I, you know, inflation. Mm -hmm. Right. I go to industry meetings on a fairly regular basis and you know, they, they entail some practice management and some continuing education. So they're valuable for me, but you know, I talk to other advisors and other people across the country and I'm shocked at what they present as a financial plan. Right. So mm, yeah. I, I've seen everything from a one page bucket, just, <laughs> just three buckets. And then yeah. th that that's their, that's what they, they, provide as a financial plan. And then I've seen ones that are 90 pages that you would, you'd be lost after, you know, you know, one or two pages. Um, you know, our, ours is pretty straightforward. We have, you know, it's about 10 pages, but it, it, it really identifies, you know, all the income sources and, and it has a great coordination between that income and when to take it also, um, overlays strategies. And, um, so, and, it, and we even provide some um, social security information. You know, when's the when's a good time to take it according to your plan? All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's been a great show. Uh, we do have to wrap it up, but before we go, once again, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Sure. Uh, that telephone number is five four zero three seven one nine seven 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 or you can go to the retirementsmith.com and go to um, download the, or go to the link for viewpoints and, and just fill that out. That'll give you a good indication uh, of some of the areas that are most concerning to you, but that's it. Yes. Please, uh, please reach out. All right. Well, Jeff, great show today. And man, those inflation numbers you, you talked about, those were crazy. Those were crazy. It's a little harsh. It was a little harsh. So, yeah, we got a that going for us. 
Well, listeners, thanks for tuning in. And that Which does it nice. for today's episode of Financial Viewpoints with our host, Jeff Smith. Thank you for listening to Financial Viewpoints. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Smith at The Retirement Smith. Call 540-371-9777 or visit them online at theretirementsmith.com. Advisory services are offered through The Retirement Smith LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Virginia. Insurance products are offered through The Insurance Smith, an affiliated company. Jeff Smith and The Retirement Smith are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.